Welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. I am Chippy. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Ta-ra. Hi, folks. (laughs) I I feel um, I need to do a bit of a a, a rant. Oh, okay. Buckle up, I've got my coffee. I'm going to take over for the first five. I just need to get it off the chest last week and we were like what's your positive and I was like I feel it's the great skill to happen well what happened was I was struck down by the most god-awful thing I don't know what it was but I've never felt so ill in my life I have never felt so ill it wasn't COVID so, I, I tested four times <laughs> but you used the b word now I feel like I need to clarify for all the listeners, including you, Gemma. Mm. B word for emetophobes means puking. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that. So I was like, why is she so surprised? Children, they just bring them to you. But then I saw you going, it wasn't COVID. So, so it was what, like 24 hours? So what happened was, right, there's a backstory here. Mike had been away about two and a half weeks ago. He'd been away, all with work, to Italy, right? Which is just, I think, selfish, quite frankly. I mean, I mean, where, what would these people think they get off on thinking that they'd go away <laughs> and leave me on my own? <laughs> so anyway, anyway, that's a whole different situation. Um. And he came back with COVID, right? Oh. He came back from Italy, but this is two or three weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't catch it. Um, He didn't catch it from me when I had it at Christmas. So I'm like, oh, it's because I had it at Christmas. I've got an amazing immune system. (laughs) Like that. So I was like proper gloaty. He was so ill. Oh, really? Mike, like, never gets sick, really. He's a bit like, uh, yeah, he carries on. Has he he had COVID before? He had one back in. Yeah, but did he has he had it in between? No. And he he was like, oh, I feel a bit like I've got a cold. And I was like, well, probably COVID. You've been on a plane. No, it's a cold. Probably COVID. We should do a test. Took a test. Positive. He's like, I feel all right. I'm going to be fine. I was like, good, great. Here's the laundry. Carry on. We're carrying on like that. And then like the next day, he was just like, bam couldn't get off the sofa anyway this passed it passed through there's like a week in between and then on Saturday about 11 I was fine and then at 11 o'clock I went for a bath and I put a face mask on and a hair mask on and I got out the bath and I I can't even describe it I felt so ill I was actually scared I felt really spaced out I was really like couldn't really stand up properly and then I was so cold. I was in bed with three blankets, socks, gloves, and a hot water bottle. It was like 25 degrees outside, and I felt cold. And it, I and then I was hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, hot, hot for 24 hours. And then at 11 o'clock on the Sunday, it was like so when I turned off the switch and I was right as rain. It was weird. So weird. 
but I did feel really nauseous, but I was never sick. Um, but I had no other symptoms. Just temperature and just feeling like utter shite. Did it you was, have a temperature? Well, no, I didn't actually take my temperature, but I just felt really- When I had COVID recently, um, I had that uh, hot, cold thing, but I had no temperature. Yeah. It was really weird because you know how everyone goes, oh, symptoms of COVID are high, very high temperature, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing I was doing when I started to feel a bit rough was like, I was, I'll, I'll take my temperature. And if my temperature is raised, I'll take a COVID test. Mm. My temperature was always fine. And then because we had people coming to stay for the weekend, I was like, oh, it's better to take a COVID test. And that's how I found out I had COVID. It, but I think it's so weird when your body's like, I don't know. I, the, the virus, I had a virus, I think, after COVID that wasn't COVID, but I felt really shit. And I think perhaps we've just forgotten what it's like to have a standard yeah, virus. I think so. And I had the body, had body aches as well which actually, actually made me cry. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I couldn't eat. For dinner that night, I had three spoonfuls of peas. Mike had made toad in the hole and I came downstairs and I was sat at the, I sat at the table and the kids just took one look at me and Tom went, well, you don't look well at all. And I just, <laughs> oh. I just, <laughs> um, but yeah, and um, Oh, it's just really good. But lots of people messaged me to say that they'd had something really similar that had only lasted 24 hours and had also all tested all negative. So there's obviously other viruses are available. Yeah, I, that was the thing is that I was really panicked that it was COVID because I think because I'd had it so recently and then and Ned had had it and I just felt like I'd been trapped in the house and we'd been going through a cycle of covid yeah. And then there was the sick bug thing. So then I kept my kids off and then one of my kids did get sick. And then it was just like, and I thought, I can't, I can't have another one. I can't. What is it? Oh, what? Viruses all the time before COVID and we weren't freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that started off my week. Um, and then this week I'm kind of half got the week off, but when you're self-employed, you never have time off, do you? So I kind of half got the week off. Um, and we said, well, let's go to Chessington, right? I've actually just finished filming story time at Chessington for my YouTube channel because it was just an epic flop, epic fail. I won't go into the details. I'll just say it took one hour, 50 minutes to get to the front of one particular queue, at which point we got on the ride. The ride fucking broke down. We had to get off the ride. I feel like Chessington's not the one for you because you've had trouble there before. Yeah, it's not the one. I won't be going again. Um, and then to, to top off my rant, um, do you remember Chris from the garage? Remember Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, he got it in the neck again this morning. What's happened to your car? Well, we brought the car in again for the same similar thing, right? We, it was fine. It was planned. It was planned, but... And it was like, don't worry, it won't cost more than 200 pounds. I was like, okay, great. Okay, Chris, don't forget, we need a really nice car. We need a higher car, make it a good one. Fuck, oh, Chris done me a proper solid. Yeah. The car that we've got is so good. Like, we're just driving around places. 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, it's nice. It's a nice car. Anyway, um, Chris phones. Mike doesn't phone me. You see, he's trying to skirt the issue. And so, um, yeah. turns out it's going to be five hundred pound. And I heard Mike go double. And I was like, like a meerkat. And I bet that's Chris. Um, and then Mike went eighteen hundred pounds. Eighteen hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, I'm not, I don't know about cars, but he can kind of temporarily fix it for five hundred pounds. Um, but there will be, but eventually we'll have to pay eighteen hundred. Now, bearing in mind this is like a proper dealership. This isn't just some dodgy garage. So Mike, but that like, car's never. No, well, exactly right. So. I didn't want to undermine Mike by taking over the conversation. I didn't want to do that thing where I was like, give me the phone. But I kind of went, give me the phone. I said, I booked it in, give me the phone. Um, I didn't want to, but I did it. I did, I did. Um, and I just, I said, Chris, Gemma here. And he went, hi. I said, just, just so you know, you, you can have your car back. I don't want it. He went, what do you mean? There's nothing but trouble, Chris. I said, it's broken down twice. I said, and now I have to pay £1,800 for a legacy problem. You can't tell me that you didn't know this car had that problem when it was sat on your forecourt. Um, I said, look, I'll tell you what, I'll just bring it back. You give my money back, give me what I paid for it. I said, we'll just forget it all happened, shall we? Chris. Mike's like, oh my God. Well, that's true. Yeah, Chris was like, phone you back in a bit. And I was like, okay. And anyway, Mike just texted me about five minutes ago saying, fixing it for free. I was like, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chris, I'll keep this car that you've lent me. I actually you keep almost my... said to Mike, I'm keeping this one hostage, not getting it back. Um, you see, sometimes having a shitty old Audi isn't so bad no the story is though there is a story here because we have always leased cars what we like to do we like to lease cars i went away for a weekend you might remember everybody went away for a weekend with my old team we went to um that place near birmingham that i can't pronounce Oh, no, I can pronounce that. Oh, uh, I remember you said it. And I can't remember what it was. Yeah, come on. It's near Birmingham. Hold on. I'm getting a map out. Um, but we went there and I was talking to my friend Sally and she was like, we, she was driving me in her car. So me and Karen had to squidge in the back with her car seats, which was a whole other story. But she um, she was like, I was like, oh, this is a nice car. This is a nice car. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to give it back and get another one. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she was like, well, I've had it for five years, three years, mm. five years. And so now I give it back and get another one. Mm -hmm. and I was like what she's mm. like that's how I've always had my cars that's how my dad told me to get my cars yeah. 
100%. And I was like, oh, I buy a car that I like that's got the lowest mileage for the car that I like mm. in my budget. Mm-hmm. And then I drive that until it gets written off. Mm. As in, my first car had done something like 285,000 miles. And they were like, literally anything we do is going to cost more than the car's worth. Yeah, it's a write off. So I'll drive it until hmm. that's it. And then I go out and get myself another car. And I can't, can never afford a good one. And I had no idea that you could just, well, I've seen it on adverts on the telly in the 80s, because obviously now we don't even see adverts where people are like, where, where they say you can buy it on whatever it is. It's not a higher purchase. It's completely different. But it's not. It says it says something like on finance or not on finance. But yeah, like so leasing, isn't, like... leasing isn't finance. So so the re, so leasing is where you pay a certain amount a month and you will essentially rent a car, and it's like a mobile phone. So you will sign yourself up for a two year deal and you agree to pay so much a month for that car. Um, you get solely hull, solely hull, solely solely hull, solely hull. Yeah, um, and then Holly. and then at the end of the at the end of the fixed term, you give the car back, you, you and then you enter into another contract and you like borrow a car. So and they take care of things for you, like the servicing. And if it goes wrong, they just come and pick it up and fix it. But we what? So we were our old car was a lease car. We gave it back because the term was up. But because of like COVID and like all the chip, no, there was no chips or something. All cars were yeah, yeah, yeah. There was my no cars. There was no cars available. New, my friend got himself a new VW Golf as a divorce present, huh. like brand new. He was like, never had a brand new car, and it took extra eight months because of that chip. Yeah. So we there was no cars available for us to lease. So we were. Uh, we had to then go and buy a second-hand car. Never again. Never again. I'm selling it in the next... Once he's fixed it, I'm selling it and I'm getting a lease because we can get them now. See, I'm going to tell Chris. I'm telling Chris enough. Because we need a second car and I want a Land Rover, but then petrol's now so expensive that I think I should just get an electric... and electric car lease you can get for a couple maybe of hundred i should be looking at leasing it get a, you can get a couple of hundred for a couple of hundred pound a month it depends it starts from about 200 yeah. pounds a month, you can get an electric lease vehicle will it fit all my children in it mm. i was looking at them oh you can get you can get a range rover but i want an electric one next i'm looking at electric yeah, Range Rover's like 400 quid a month. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Well, because I... Over like four yeah. years, but you, ha- you have to commit to paying it for four years. You can't just give it back after six months and say, actually, you know what? I don't want it anymore. No, but that's fine. I just think I, I need to have a look into that because I just would buy... Obviously, I've been looking at second-hand Rovers, which are fucking expensive. But we have... Well, I've got one you can have cheap. Another- just got a little oh, bit of the rattle. You really, really sold it to me. But um, we also have a problem in that I get car sick in automatics. 
Oh, I love all, all electrics or automatics, obviously. So that's why we've been avoiding electric cars because I'll have to drive all the time, which I do anyway, but you know, it's nice to have the option. Hmm. So that's the problem. I mean, I feel like we're really delivering on the podcast today. I feel like we should be like on top gear or something. Can I be the stick? Yeah. I'll be um, James May. Oh. I don't think you're boring enough to be James May. <laughs> you need well, to try. Yeah. Okay. I don't like the other one. Richard Hammond. I don't like any of them, to be honest. I do a bit annoying. Although it was really random, wasn't it, when Joey from Friends started presenting it? I love him. Do you? Not what? presenting it anymore. With me. I don't know. Uh, his name Matt is Blanc. Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, so I'm not so a very good The week. thing is, everything that's happened, though, does not mean that something fantastic is not about to happen. Yeah, this is true. Well, I just um, a bit shortchanged by the universe, I have to say. I have been quite good about when I said I was going to focus on stuff that's happening with the kids now and not sp spread myself too thin yeah I feel like I've been doing quite well at that except for Jack uh did that we did that thing we went to this really good um outside play area near me and I took my sister and my kids did that thing that I was talking about the other day uh, the scorpion babies we arrive they scatter off me I yeah. can't find any and I was looking for Jim and came back and Jack was not where I'd left him and then I can't and I'm like you know they're all fine he the youngest is five it's the play area they know it'll be fine and then eventually I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look for Jack then I just see this child looking like Rocky post fight coming towards me wailing with loads of mums like looking like meerkats oh god he'd oh. fallen off the thing off the play thing that I, my sister and I had been sitting in front of but I think in his days had just walked off past us oh. mashed his lip open so he looks like he's done and literally he's the best child because I went to get some ice for his face so I was like, okay, you sit on auntie's knee, swill some water in your mouth and spit it out. Sit on auntie's knee and, and you look like Rocky. And he was like, who's Rocky? And I was like, you look like, I'm going to find you a picture of Rocky. I've got this picture of my sister holding ice onto his lip, gazing off into space. And he's just staring at my phone and looking at one picture of Rocky obsessively for about 10 minutes. So now I have to play Eye of the Tiger a lot. Um, but yeah I was, I just felt like being like well I, I, I didn't see him fall off because I'd lost my other kids I was looking for them judgmental mums but anyway like this morning we went to the local lavender fields they ate a biscuit amongst the lavender that was nice and now I'm here doing this and they're watching telly it's all about balance Jim and um, the most expensive fast track ticket 95 pound each and that will get you five on five rides. That's it. So five fast tracks. So for all five of us to have gone, 
to get in was just under 200 quid for all five of us. If we then bought a fa the most expensive fast track pass each, it had been coming in at almost 700 quid for a day out at Chessington. It's ridiculous. And that's the thing, like my kids would love Legoland because they love Lego. They'd love Harry Potter worlds because they love Harry Potter and they would love Chessington, Thorpe Park, all of that. They would love it. But they were inordinately happy in a lavender field today. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, which costs two pounds per child and four pounds for an adult to get into. Um, and so I'm a bit like, as much as I'd like to do the Chessington stuff, I just don't have it in me. And I hate... No, and the thing is, and hold on to that for as long as you can, but because a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old aren't happy in a lavender field. No. So when you're thinking of what can we do as a family that absolutely everybody enjoys, there's yeah. not a lot of options. Well, we've got a local rowing lake. So I'm just going to be like, take a boat out, loves row yourselves around act like that's your chessington because i also i hate rides i'm not going on rides oh i love rides you know the best ride the most underrated ride is the pirate ship you know the one that goes oh god i mean why my friend i just had um a miscarriage and my friend invited me and my friend had tickets to house festival which is like the you know the Shoreditch house and Chiswick house all that swanky um they've got one in the Babington house that chain they put on a festival in West London in Richmond and my friend got tickets and we went and because I'd been pregnant for a bit and then obviously miscarriage wasn't great I was like, I'm letting my hair down. I'm having a good time. Left Joe at home with the baby. We had cocktails. We drank champagne. It was great. Um, and she made me go on one of those ones with the chairs on the chains that swing round. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. And I was just like, I, I went on being a bit like, Maybe I've been mis maybe I've just been missing out all these years thinking that I don't like them and, and maybe it's something I've grown into, like olives. No, no. It was not for me. No. Olives. It was all olives. Yeah. I used to, I made my forced myself to like olives. Me too. They they are they are they are it's a true sign of being a grown up when you're like, I just want black yeah. olives. I don't want black olives. I'm still not grown up enough for black olives, but um green olives my parents used to go we used to go to Cornwall every year is that Margaret yeah and I actually saw the door move that's on a latch I just saw it move now she didn't make an appearance in the last episode because we filmed earlier okay. didn't we but and it, again I carried on talking because I was like oh it's the kids but then I was like, oh, no, it's empty house day, right? No, Johnny's gone to his dad's. So Johnny's at his dad's. Um, Mike's here because he's on annual leave. Ben's downstairs. And Tom is in his room editing videos for me. Good old Thomas. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. Sorry, Got Margaret. Um, but yeah, I did that. Yeah, I'm just... It's a kid. Oh no, it's not. It's Margaret. 
olives you were maturing into olives. oh yeah so my parents used to we used to go to school every year and now in hindsight I realize what my parents were doing it was like when Rick Stein started and he just had the seafood restaurant in Padstow which is where we always went um we'd go out for dinner there once and now I'm like that was my parents holiday that was their one night of like not having having to obey a whimsical seven-year-old um so I feel bad now because I'm such a fussy eater that seafood restaurants was a no for me well I know I ate prawns at the time so I probably just ate loads of prawns but I remember we'd sit in the like nice conservatory bit while we waited for our table they would have a drink and they'd have a bowl of olives and I remember every time I forced myself to have a green olive and then one year I had one and was like oh I like it I like it now I've retrained my taste buds yeah I still I wish that that would happen with gin because I don't like gin, I don't like gin and I don't like tonic and what, and what I really want is oh no sorry sorry what I really want is um to be able to go to a bar and sell have a gin tonic or a vodka tonic but instead I'm like I'll have a water I'll have a vodka lime and soda like a teenager um for some reason it's telling me we've only got nine minutes left yeah we can log out and log back in again oh i should call because i have pro zoom oh yeah i put a timer on everything now what they put a timer on it now they used to not have a timer on one-on-one chats well they better hope there's no one called Chris in the Zoom um, customer service department because they are getting a call. They are getting a call. Oh. I think Chris didn't get it out off as badly as the guy at the NHS when you moved. Oh, that was something else. And that's when you got told off. Don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I'm right. I'm the customer. It's actually NHS, so it's free. Shut up. Don't split hairs with me. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm trying to be organised. I've never said it. I've never said it, but I can't die without saying to someone, Do you know who I am? I have to say. Joe and I are re-watching The West Wing at the moment. Uh, and there's one episode where they get lost um, on the campaign trail. Two, three of them get left off the motorcade and they have to make their way back to Washington from Indiana. And one of them loses a bet. So he has to say, I work at the White House after every time he introduces himself to anyone. So they go to like bars, restaurants, they get ran, they hitch lifts from people. And he has the whole time being like, the guy will be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And he'll be like, hi, I'm Toby. I work at the White House. And it's so hilarious. And at the end, this guy that's hit, given them a lift for, for hours goes, I just wanted to say a couple of things to you guys. I'm still not going to vote for you, but, um, uh, you know, and Toby says, or he says you can call me so-and-so and he says you can call me toby I, I work at the white house and he says 
I wanted to tell you that you should stop saying that and let people maybe work it out for themselves. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Gemma, I want Gemma to start saying, I'm the organised mum. Should let them find out for themselves, Gemma. But I think you should. I think you need to uh, spend a week every time you speak to someone, say, you might know me as the organised mum. Oh, no, I just, it makes me like, makes my inside shrivel up thinking about doing that. It's just. Think of a bet that we can run that I will definitely win. Yeah, but you won't and be then... around to police it though, so you wouldn't know. I have Derek's number in my phone. We all know. Hello, I'm Derek. Derek. You might know me better from um, <laughs> whatever. You might know me as the organised mum. <laughs> I'm an influencer. Oh, you'd love that. You'd love that. What's Hello, I'm, I'm an influencer. <laughs> yeah. When people ask you what your job is oh my god my friend came over the other day and she was like so what are you doing are you still doing makeup what are you doing and my mum was sitting in between me and her and I reversed back to being a teen because I was like well obviously it's summer holidays so I'm not really doing much but blah, blah, blah. I was talking about you and my mum was going you're a, and a coach you're a coach you did coaching you've just won. and so I was like right I'm not fucking saying it now I'm just not going to say you qualified qualified as a coach and then afterwards she was like I don't know why you have to be so weird when people ask you what you do and you didn't say coaching I was like I have a I'm 38 and I had my mother in sticking her face in between us going you did coaching still not gonna if you do it mother I'm still not gonna not gonna play ball I thought maybe you hate my dad swimming tonight How's that going to work? Well, I'm assuming well, he knows how to swim. Yeah, well. Taking... Okay. Because of the weird virusy thing, I haven't been to spin <gasps> since. Oh dear, what day is it? Thursday. Last Thursday. What? A week. Do you think they've held a secret memorial service for you at the gym because they've just assumed you died? I'm worried though. I'm worried. I know what will have happened on my normal Monday and Tuesday classes. Someone will have gone, where's that one there that can't not they'll be? When you get be. there, they'll have a black cloth draped over your usual bike. And well, so, you'll arrive and be like, oh, she's back. We thought you died. Back. I don't know what I'm back, I'm baby. Back. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go and I'm going to burst through the doors. Anyway. So I'm going to spin tonight. I'm booked in at spin at six. And my dad um, has worked out that he doesn't have to pay the full membership price of the gym because he can come in as my guest. So he's like, Emma, you're going to the gym tonight. Like, yes, dad. Can I come in as your guest? I'll pay. I just want to go for a swim. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, bye, dad. Oh, Bye. Tom went because Tom is a guest, um, a member of the gym. Tom went with him last week, and Tom said he doesn't swim, Mum. He just walks up and down. Yeah. Once uh, you get to a certain age, as a man, I think women as well, but I've definitely seen it where I used to take my kids for intense swimming courses. Didn't work. They still can't swim. 
and I was mesmerized like my kids got out every day and they'd be like what did you see me did you see me doing the you know nothing I saw you doing nothing children but anyway and I wouldn't because I would be looking and there would just be these men of a certain age quite often wearing speedos which is their choice obviously but terrifying for me I don't know walking down down and chatting Hmm. they just walk walking and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot to be said for it probably the uh you know the whatever it's called the water the therapeutic well it is therapeutic but you know pushing against the water is probably good yeah and the resistance of the water probably is good and you know it's exercise but I did feel like going to the end and just shouting at them you're walking you're just walking you're walking in the like this isn't swimming (laughs) but you know in the pool when did this happen what age is it where you get in the pool and you're like I'm not swimming now I'm a nice walk up and down chat with with my friend I don't know I don't know but I think that's the moment when when you know you know I am now in the evening tide of my life oh god so what has been going on in in your world other than lavender field sitting and biscuit eating uh, well, it, I feel like we've had a very intense relationship this week without you knowing about it, uh, because one of does your phone, does your email ever do a glitch where it just keeps showing you an email, even though you've read it? No. You sent me an email about a business thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've read it. I've dealt with it. It's been actioned. But literally every time I open my email, it pops up at the top thing. And I'm like, oh, I, I've, I'm waiting for a response on that. It's Gemma being really impatient. No, it's just it keeps coming back. So I feel like, you know, you're very present in my inbox. As, as I should be. As you should be. And that's lovely. But also it's quite intensive because I'm like, look, Gemma, look, I'm doing it. I'm, oh, no, it's the same email. <sighs> um, so okay. okay. And that's um, it. I feel like I've been haunting you from your emails. Yeah, but also we did something. I, I feel like I'm talking about this a lot, but it's so alien to me. So yesterday, so Joe's working as normal. We live in a sexist environment and he has taken a week off at the end of the holidays. But I'm basically working and managing three kids and trying to make them have a nice holiday and organising our social life while he just works. Anyway, for his birthday, he wanted a bike. So we went and found a second-hand bike. I bought it for him. We had to go and get bike accessories uh, yesterday. So I was like, right, we're going to leave here at four. He's worked all day. We're going to leave here at four. We're going to go to the bike shop, get the bike accessories. Then we're going to go to Pizza Express, eat, get home at seven, kids in bed, jobs are good. And it was so nice and I felt like both of us were so ridiculous because both of us kept going that was so nice like we'd just bloody been to the Ritz because it's just not something we do partly because of London but partly because of Covid so my youngest was one and a half when we went into Covid two and a half can't remember 
born in 2017, two and a half. So two and a half when we went into COVID. And as broody as I am, and as much as I nag him to have a fourth child, I was like, oh, I just shouted, get in the car. The kids just got in the car. I didn't have to bring nappies, milk bottles, change of clothes. Do you know what I mean? Any of that, they just got in the car. And then we ate dinner and then they got in the car and then we went to bed and it was all, and it was so nice and it did feel quite holiday-ish. So I'm going to be implementing more of that where it's like, if you're not going to take days off or you're not, I'm going to implement little holiday snippets into your existence. Mm-hmm. We kind uh, of did that last so night. That- Kids went to my mum and dad's for chili and rice. Yeah. And Mike and I went to a restaurant and I had French onion soup, which is my favourite soup. Is it? Yeah. Do you know what my favourite soup is? What? Bear in mind, I hate soup. I hate soup. I hate oh. it. What's the point? It's like, it's like pureed food. I'd rather chew. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the adult equivalent of an Ella's pouch soup. Um, gazpacho. Oh, and you, you know what? I knew you were going to say that. A, because you're fancy. And oh, also because... I went, we um, went out once in um, years and years ago and um, bless him, my dad, he's featuring a lot in this episode, isn't he? Oh, yes. He, um, he sent his gazpacho soup back because it was cold. Oh. I, like, I that's, think that's what it's meant to be like. It's more, I, I like it because I'm like, add a dash of vodka, you got a Bloody Mary. <laughs> then it's a drink. Yeah, yeah. So I had fresh French onion soup. We went in our posh car that I'm not giving back. Okay. Definitely not. I need that as compensation for the stress that Chris has put me through. Um, and then I had sea bass um, on a bed of wilted spinach with a lemon and caper sauce. It's lovely. And a, and a Pinot Grigio. That's very grown up. I know. And then tomorrow, the kids um, are going to my mum and dad's. My mum's taking them on a challenge. I said, what is this challenge? I should, I'm going to take the kids on a challenge. It's Ben and Tom, because Johnny said his dad's. So I was like, what's that? We're going to go to all the charity shops in, in the local town. And I'm going to give them £10 each. I'm going to see who can, who can get the most of their money. I said, what do you mean like bargain hunt? Basically, you, you're doing bargain hunt on the high yeah. street. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yep. I was like, okay, fine. So Mike and I are going to go for lunch tomorrow. I don't know where yet. I really want to do a lot. I went for lunch with my mum and my sister. Because also, what I find really difficult, and I don't know if you find this, but working for myself, especially during the holidays. So on Monday, I put the kids into a camp. So they went to the camp. So I had a child-free day. And my sister booked her kids into the same camp because she's been staying with my mum. And so I was like, oh, my God, I've got a child-free day. A child-free day in the summer holidays is like gold dust for me. So... I had to try and get loads of work done. But then my sister was like, but we're going for a pub lunch. So they went, did something in the morning and I was like, no, I'll come and meet you for lunch. And we just sat and had a pub lunch. and It was amazing. Looked out a beautiful view. And then we just went mooching around our local market town. And I was a bit like, if I get hit by a bus, I'm not going to be like, oh, I wish I'd 
obviously, Gemma, I, I will always wish I'd done my emails for you. Um, that will be no, my dying. As you're, as you're like being lent over by a paramedic, I the first thing that comes up, can you just give me my phone? There's a couple of things I need to tie up first. Can you, can you tell Gemma, this is happening on this day, this is happening on this day, say no to that, send a media kit. Done. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I was like, I won't be wishing I'd done work. I'd be wishing that I'd mooch around the shops with my sister and my mum. Um, but it is that awful guilt thing where you're like, you have to have a bit of time for yourself as well as, oh my God, I've got child free time. I'm just going to blitz the house work. Uh, housework's not been happening, Jen. I need my one hour reset, house summer holiday. What's that one called? I can't remember, there's a couple, there's a couple of them now. Um, but yeah, I am getting quite a lot of messages from people. Then my kids, my kids are tidying. I'm like, I, know, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what's happening. I think it's because someone else is telling them to do it. It's different. Well, because I made Ben test it out and um, he didn't know it was me. Ben doesn't believe I do the job I do. Like, I don't know if I talk different. Um, you know, everyone puts on a different... The first time I saw my dad on TV when he was in the room. I'd seen him on TV before, but he'd always been at work. So I, I assumed that that was the work he was doing. And then I remember the first time being like... But, but you're there. Yeah. And Ben was doing his clean, and I was like, do you know who that lady is? <sighs> yeah, no. I was like, yes, you do. Come on. It was, no, I said, it's me. Is it? Is it? Like, you do stuff. Yes, Ben, this is, this is my job. Is it? What else do you do? So then I showed him my YouTube channel and he went, are you a YouTuber? Oh, my God, don't. My, Ned the other day went, are you a YouTuber? And I was like, no, no. He's like, but you have a channel? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, with followers? And I was like, yeah. He's like, but that means you're a YouTuber. I was like, no, no. So I went, I went, yes, I am. I, well, am. I am. I said, so when you go to school in September, you tell your friends that your mum is a YouTuber. Oh, cool. Went, what did you talk about? Johnny went, cleaning. He went, oh, boring. And walked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nearly. So, so, so good. No, um, I know. Yeah, I, I need to. Get my I don't stream gaming. That's not what I do. I don't stream. Jim wants to be a YouTuber so he gets free Lego sets. I'm like, please aspire to be something more than a YouTuber that gets free Lego sets. I don't know, like free Lego sets. Quite, Johnny, I think Johnny's gone to Legoland today. I thought he was off Lego. No, because he's going because he's got his brother, not from me, his yeah, other yeah. brother. Um, he's only five. A half brother. Oh, yeah, but I don't like it's that term. We don't use the term half brother. I don't hate it. I really don't like it. Why? Because Ben is essentially their half brother. And it just makes me feel uncomfortable. So everyone's just, everyone's brothers. Okay. Um, but yeah, so his brother, who doesn't live in his house, <laughs> is only five. He's five. So they're going to Legoland. But Johnny just, five. I know, Johnny just looks, he will go and just look at the Lego city. I mean, it is amazing, the, the Lego city. You can, the attention to detail is just phenomenal. He's gonna he go goes just for that. 
Huh? He's going to go and be a good big brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But he, it's um, it was an ultimate disappointment when they when he found out what YouTube thing I actually did do. Um, that made me think of something else. Ned desperately wants to do a podcast episode about vampires on my other podcast. Oh, you should let him do it. I'm, well, I am, but I'm like, right, you've got to do your research, though. And he was like, oh. Mm. oh Can I just make it up? Can I just wing it? Yeah, no. no. Um, oh, that made me think of something, though. Legoland. YouTuber influencing. Hmm. What do you put on your? Have you had to fill out any forms recently and say what job you do? Content creator, Ooh. which I don't like either. Digital content creator. Well, that's better than influencer. Everyone just goes. Although I did once dabble with just saying marketing because people just, just don't true. question it. Because it is true. essentially that's what it is, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. um, they just don't question it. And marketing, and they just go, oh, "How dull!" and just carry on. Yeah. Accountancy. Oh, I'm an accountant. Mike was talking to me before about maths. We were talking about the cost of living crisis and the energy bills. Do you have double glazing? Partial. And he was like. I was really trying to concentrate. He was talking about kilowatt hours. And I'm like, ah, ah. He said, you, you, you said, Gemma, don't glaze over. This is really important. And I'm like, oh. It's that important. You deal with it. No, I said, this is why I married you. He's like, no, no, come on. We need to make this decision together. I, like, oh. I default. I trust you. I trust you. No, we need to make this decision together. I default to you, default. Whatever you say. I'll agree with yeah. um yeah we yeah I grew up in a really cold house so I'm quite uh I'm quite good without double glazing she says fast forward a few months life laundry episode with me complaining mm -hmm. um any other business Gemma Bray no whimsical i'm just thinking about how cold it's going to be in a few months <laughs> it's weird isn't it i feel yeah. like it's really slow look, look we're on back on um roller coasters i feel like it's a really slow climb to summer mm -hmm. in this country and then you're like oh oh look it's like even on a gray day i'm still wearing a strappy top it's still hot right oh we've peaked and then it'll suddenly be like september bye Oh, back into back yeah, into. Yeah, there's always that like couple of weeks in September where you get excited, and I always put a skirt on and some thick tights. <sighs> yeah, hot. yeah. And you're like, I've just bought this brand new autumn outfit, and I am going to wear it. I'm going to wear it to the school run, and I'm going to sweat so and much. It's, and it's going to be, and then it's going to start raining solidly. So my new out, autumnal outfit is not going to be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. So I've got no other business. What's your positive for the week? I don't know. God. 
what's yours? You go first. Um, I am going back to school, and I don't care. Uh, I wouldn't normally go because it's also my time of the month, but can I feel a bit? I feel excited, but I'm gonna go anyway. What happens if they do a time thing and then you die? I'm not gonna die. I just, I'll just won't be at performance, high performance. I'll, I'll go in with a ready-made excuse, like, "Hi guys, recovering from an injury. Take it, <laughs> slow. Take it got, slow tonight. That's where I've been." Have you got, have you got spin gloves yet? No. You got little spin shoes yet? No. Okay, I've got that thing. I just can't commit to a shoe. I always think there might be a better shoe just around the corner. So I'm always on the lookout for a shoe. Um, yeah. Do you know but, yeah. what my positive of the week is? It's a very niche positive. Mm -hmm. I've got a big uh, plant that my friend gave me when she went to Spain. So it's a huge cheese plant called Martha. And she'd outgrown her pot, so I put her in a new pot. She did not like it. She did not like it. So I've been on the hunt to get her a basket because I put a rubber plant in a basket and it's never been so happy. So I was mm -hmm. like, we're going to get Martha a basket. A basket for that size, she's 40 centimetres across. They're like 80 quid. And I was like, I'm just sorry, Martha. You're not 80 quid's worth of plant. Uh bam oliver bonus sale tenner oh so i got a big so i got that in the sale then when i went shopping with my mum and my sister to our local little market town which is lovely um i found a pair of shoes in the sale that i would never have looked at but since having kids since having the third kid i can't wear heels you won't have this problem because you are tall um, so I only wear trainers, but if I go to a wedding in the summer, it's okay. Cause I've got one pair of like gold wedges that go with everything. But in the winter, I literally will put a pair of heels on and then I just have to sit down the whole time because my feet are in so much pain. And I look, if I wear flat flats, I look like someone's chopped me off at the knees and just hammered me into the ground. So I found a kit, low kitten heel pair of shoes that are going to go with everything in the sale. Still expensive, but in the sale. And then I found a pink linen shirt in a like hot pink that's my colour in the sale. And I was like, what are the chances? And I do that thing. I used to deliberate, like you were saying about your fin, fin shoes. I used to get into such a, I used to get paralysed. Yeah. by indecision it had to be the perfect thing had to be the perfect thing and I was like if I go and look for the perfect pair of shoes that I can wear with any, any wedding I'll never find them if they turn up now that's fine if they turn up now that's fine but now I've got something to tide me over so I'm not in that situation because then you find that you're doing you're going to wedding, wedding, loads of weddings and killing your feet or loads of events that you need to wear heels for and killing your feet and not enjoying them, waiting for the perfect pair of shoes rather than just getting the right pair of shoes that will do the trick. Um, so I'm, I'm quite pleased with my sale purchases. And also I always shop small. I try and shop small and independent and I'm quite 
religious about that. I did a year of only buying secondhand clothes. I buy a lot on Vinted. But I really like Oliver Bonas. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's really, there's something really nice. It's, and I really like anthropology. What? Pitch. Well, I really like anthropology and I feel like Oliver Bonus is a slightly more reasonable anthropology. They've got the same kind of, oh, she's going for a bob. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Get that bit out of the way. Oh. Oh, hello. Oh, no. Oh, he looks nice from that angle. No. Hello, looks nice there. You've got time, love. To have a short haircut. My mum says you can't have long hair when you're old. I look like, you know what I look like? What? I look like when um, Victoria Beckham went through a, when she had it really blonde. Yeah. Yeah. You also look like someone from a girl band. Maybe it is Victoria Beckham. I can do that. Like, I could be like, well. You'll see me next week and it'll just all be long. Or Zhuzhi. Yeah. yeah I, I obviously, as we know, I look like Paul McCartney. Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot because I actually do look like Victoria Beckham. <laughs> oh, honestly. Half of now that we're filming this, loads of people just see how many times I'm like, take a photo of Gemma. Take a photo of me. Done it. Yeah, it looks good. What do you think? Wouldn't look nice yeah. in that kind of days. Well, that's because that's all your long bits. Right. Well, that what, you need, what you need to do is you need to get the long bit and pin it under. Uh, you know what? Fucking doing it. Fucking sold. Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it done. It's been driving me mad, this bit at the back. I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I can judge it. And, yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to next week. That that has been a very expensive haircut you're about to cut off. <laughs> I know, I you Take it off. Take it all off, Rosalinda. Take it all off. Chop it off. Yeah, all right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye. Very melodic. Have your cup when you're drinking tea.